Okay. Cool. You started, you're leading the charge here. You're in charge of this whole operation, Dale. Welcome, everybody, to No One Likes the Tuna podcast. World's premier, mostly dedicated, <laughs> Fast and the Furious podcast. Not. <laughs> How deep are we here? we on cycle 24. Cycle 24. And yeah. uh, really the final, uh, the final, final episode lap. here. Yeah. So yeah. we've done some back-to-back, just straight watches. Um, yeah. this one didn't really have a theme. No, but you know, maybe we can come up with something for next cycle. Yeah, maybe we'll theme it up. But we got a couple weeks to deal with that. Mm-hmm. We got an in betweener coming up next week. Yeah, and then um, yeah. But this week we did F nine, the Fast Saga, mm-hmm. which I watched two days ago. I piece it out. This is one of the first times I've done like a three part. Watch. I've been oh, all over movie? the place. How did that? How did that go? Yeah, uh, it was okay. So I've been in uh, Lunenburg, Nova Scotia. I've been in and out of town, watching a little bit here and there, um, and you know, it was okay. I mean, we've watched these movies enough times. This movie in particular is unusual to watch in chunks like that. You lo- you sort of lose track of. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like, is are. there a is there like a clean triple break? Like some of these movies have a clean intermission, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? But on this one, like, is there a clean one act, two act, three act? Where did you break it? I think the first time I think might've been right when they went to Tokyo with Han to look for Han. Okay. So Solid. Uh, yep. that was there. And then at the end, I forget it was like, I had maybe 30 minutes to go. I think it was right when they sent, I remember, it was right when they sent Roman and Tej to space. Yeah. And it was yeah. one of those, like, how much more movie is left here? I can't, yeah, yeah. You're like, I, I can't stand this tomfoolery for too, for too much longer. Yeah. By the way, I'm sorry about my, like, my, my, my whole setup is fucked. My microphone was fucked for months, and now my laptop is fucked. And so this mm-hmm. is what we're getting this yeah. week. Um. Yeah, like there's a point in this movie where like this this will not stand. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like this 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 buffoonery cannot can no longer stand. Like my attention cannot ride its way through this absurdity, which is a bummer because I like this movie. I think this movie is good. Basically, mm-hmm. I had a good watch through. I think this movie is basically good. I think the younger stuff is. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think like the meta commentary stuff is like fun and different and interesting. And I hope they don't overuse it. Right. Yeah. Like I, I hope Louis Leterrier isn't, I hope the studios aren't learning the wrong lesson from the like meta commentary stuff, which is like, let's do more of that. It's like, I think we actually had it. I think we had it and it was funny and like, we're done mm-hmm. a little bit maybe. Yeah. You know, so, um, I'm just watching Hobbs and Shaw in the background. <laughs> yeah, I, I turned on the TV on our pod and like Hobbs and Shaw, <laughs> Hobbs and Shaw was on and I have it on mute uh-huh. <laughs> in the background. Anyway. How's the, how's the hotel life? Do you only have one TV? Are you in a suite with multiple? I have two, t- I have two TVs. 
I have a living room and a bedroom TV. Uh-huh. I have two TVs in this hotel room. Yeah. And I almost have a kitchen TV, but I don't. Uh, but I did switch rooms. Yeah. Um, I switched to a room with a bathtub. So some rooms have no bathtub, but mm-hmm. the handicap rooms have a bathtub. Mm-hmm. So I was like, can I get in a handicap room? They're like, yeah, we don't have any you know, people in need in the hotel right now. So mm-hmm. sure. Good. So. Um, yeah, I, we stayed at a few different places, uh, on our trip over here. Yeah. Nova Scotia. Mm -hmm. One of them was at the Lunenburg arms and we stayed in, I like to call it the penthouse of the, um, of the hotel. It came with two TVs, a downstairs, it was kind of like a duplex set up a downstairs TV and like a master upstairs with an even larger TV up top. Yeah. Um, so it was cool. Uh, I will say one very unpenthousey part of the experience was that, like one morning, eight o'clock in the morning, uh, I think they were disassembling some scaffolding. Ooh. Uh, yeah. So I had a bunch of burly Canadian worker dudes uh, looking at my naked ass in the morning on the fourth fourth floor, fifth floor, top floor of this building over here. I hear them coming up. Now you're you're (laughs) expecting to see like a bunch of dudes at 8 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Where um, are you? Do you sleep in the nude? Yeah. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) Wow. Really? Yeah, absolutely. It's, Oh, I can't do that. It's way more comfortable. I think the, I don't like being naked at all. Mm hmm. The nude sleep is now like the only way I can do it. I don't like elastic, the elastic of the underpant. No way. Boa constrictoring me all night. (laughs) (laughs) I can't sleep without a shirt on. Number like number one, Mm -hmm. I can't. I have to have. I have to have a barrier between my nipples and the blanket. Uh huh. Uh huh. But like a soft cotton one, right? <laughs> you know what I mean, right? Like, yeah, I have to. I have to. And then like, just I can't do my like naked butt in the bed. I can't do it. I need it. most of the time it's boxers. Sometimes it's like I have like flannel pajama pants mm-hmm. that I wear. Yeah. Um. I used to sleep with like a, a, a an Ebenezer Scrooge type <laughs> like nightshirt, yeah. which is amazing. I uh-huh. love that. But I, it's since I think I got lost in the move when I moved over to New Zealand. But yeah, I'm bummed about. Yeah, my whole thing yeah. is like I I go to I go to certain lengths to have very nice bedding, high either high thread count. I've been into linen right. recently, so really right. like you can't get the most out of that premium material if you're sticking a soggy t-shirt in between. <laughs> All right, so I no, I like to sweat a little. This is my like dirty secret. Is like I like to sweat a little bit when I sleep. I like a little bit of sweat. I like to keep the house at a nice like eight six, and I like to sweat a little bit when I no. sleep. You wake. That's how you get that morning glow that you're really yeah, looking for. Yeah. Exactly, exactly, exactly. I want to wake up dehydrated as hell. <laughs> Yeah. Wake up. I want to wake up thirsty and confused. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's funny. Um, speaking of thirsty and confused, I, there's a scene in this movie where Dom falls into like a bucket of water. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you know, like in a well. He falls down some sort of well. <laughs> We're not sure. Are we sure why? Are we clear on why there's water down there? Or is it just sort of... Um, 
All right, so let's think. That super base, isn't it inside a abandoned dam? Oh, that makes sense. Or something? Yeah. It's got that vibe. Mm-hmm. I can't remember if there's like an establishing shot where they're like, yeah, it's in a, it's in a dam. Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe the magnets are there to um, extract uh, toxic minerals from the water. That'd know. be good. Yeah. Um, well, anyway, he like goes and like has a dream under the water. Mm-hmm. They should do a whole movie where Dom is in a coma. Like, you know, it just got me thinking, like, 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 and then it would, like, be, you know, Vin could still be in the movie. Mm-hmm. You're like, no, Vin, you're in the movie. Like, not only in the movie, you're a star of the movie. You're the guy in the coma. Yes, I like this. <laughs> Absolutely. And then, yeah. then you know, no rules. No rules no, apply. That's exactly. <laughs> no, no rules. <laughs> That's a carnival. I love the premise. I I mean, Universal needs to hit us up, okay? That is an excellent premise for a movie. All you need is a quick boom. Give, yeah, give give in two minutes at the start of the movie. Yeah. Oh my God. Then you go anywhere. You do anything. You can, then you can also revive, you can revive anybody you want. You bring, can get anybody you, bring you want. Bring Jesse. Jesse. Jesse could be in the movie. Oh my god! Again, anybody <laughs> could be in the movie. You just do like inside Dom's coma. <laughs> the whole movie. Incredible, and that yeah, you can also um, take all of his superhuman um, car detective stuff and enhance it. He can go through his own process, and you can break that down. A lot of slow motion mechanical um, cuts. Exactly. Wow. You could have all kinds of like weird holistic detective stuff, Dom, (laughs) like, you know, stuff. And, and, and if you really needed to do like non, you know, if you needed to like uh, Avengers Endgame it, where like there's a crew of people trying to get Dom out of the coma Mm -hmm. kind of situation. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, but like you can do, maybe he's like, in a in a like cipher induced coma. Maybe he's kidnapped by cipher because she needs his like brain cells or something. He's in a cipher induced uh-huh. coma, and they're trying to find him. And then it's but then you can have right exactly. You get to go have adventures and fun without Dom. You know, which like sounds good. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, it's almost like um, one of the sleeping scenes in Inception, where they're all sitting in the camper van. Totally. That's Dom there. He's dreaming, but he's also, he gets to do some laying down acting. Yeah, yeah, I'd be like, all right, Vin, give me a nice, give me a nice, like, shake. Just got startled by something, you know? Like, (laughs) I love that. I love that. It'd be a good idea. Good idea. Um, Yeah. What wasn't a good idea, I think, was mm-hmm. Vin videotaping his uh, birthday celebration on Instagram. Oh, my. oh, I almost puked. What the fuck is going on? Yeah. All right, can you walk us through it? Walk us through it for the fans who haven't seen it. Yeah. So Vin posts one of his normal selfie angle. Very um, normal. Hellos. Very cool. Very chill. Very like not crazy behavior. 
mm-hmm. feeling. Yeah. Like all. He's yeah. on set in what seems to be a the outdoor parking lot. The team is all there, but there's a weird distance. Everybody's standing 30 feet away from him. Yeah. And he's, uh, you know, counting his blessings. And he goes, hey, you know what? The crew here has been so awesome. They made me this cake here. And they show a picture of this cake. And it's (laughs) the funniest looking sheet cake you've ever seen in your entire life. Now... I'm a man who loves a sheet cake. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. A sheet is the greatest form of cake <laughs> there is. Right? Uh-huh. Too many people were saying with cake, let's go up. Mm-hmm. But only real heads were saying, let's go out. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. This is the most fucked up looking cake I've ever seen in my life, Daryl. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody, so, so somebody attempted to put one of these uh, these chargers, these seventies chargers, on there, and it does yeah. not look good. And I think somebody also put tried no, to do fast, fast X branding on it. It looks terrible. Um, as the movie, as the post continues, um, I don't know. He starts celebrating, and maybe it's a big thank you. Mm-hmm. I don't think anybody's singing the terrible happy birthday song. But he starts... It's copyrighted, so... They yeah, can... yeah, yeah. So he's, like, trying to, like, celebrate, and then there's a long pause, and then he pans up, and he pans up, and nobody's doing anything. Everybody's ice cold, standing still, not doing anything. Like, what? And then... Like, almost baffled that they're there. <laughs> yeah. Even though they're getting paid millions of dollars, most of them, uh-huh. to literally be there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, on the day. And then... And they're like... Well, they just look like they just woke up and they found themselves like standing in the middle of this parking lot. It's crazy. And then delayed response. Everybody starts uh, clapping and hooting and hollering. So insane. Yeah. So insane. No, I think everybody is O-V-E-R. Mm-hmm. Like him and his behavior and like his vibe and everything. Mm-hmm. Even like Michelle, who you feel like you got to feel like Michelle is like the last bastion of like team Vin. Mm-hmm. But I even feel Michelle like breaking rank a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah. I actually, so that was my point for the week here. Um, yeah. Like Michelle's doing that in real life, but I was sort of, I was paying attention to the Letty character in movie. And yeah. I don't know. At first I was, at first I was going along this like, Letty seems primed to, or she seems susceptible to becoming a conspiracy theorist. Um, but Letty does. Yeah, but I revised that a little bit. I think, um, like, based on her actions in this movie, she's not totally back with it, right? She's still, I think, recovering from her memory loss, although we're led to believe that, hey, like, I had this big breakthrough in... It's got to fuck you up. Exactly. You know? And mm. she, she still seems a little bit detached from reality, right? She, yeah. even in the beginning when um, Tej and Roman and Ramsey show up, it seems a little bit confusing and uncharacteristic that she um, is still seemingly attached as far as her identity to... What is it? Vengeance, criminality, 
It's yeah. where Dom is, is updating some of his um, sort of like character and like his moral compass based on the events of the previous movies. He's got young Brian here. He's, hey, I don't want to mess with this stuff anymore. My life is good. Right. Why would I need to mess with Cypher? So she seems to be, I don't know, like latched on to this old version of herself, which, you know, like there's that fractured reality of like what she really was, what really happened. And then with the memory loss, um, I mean, I think part of it in terms of like, which seems kind of like unstable is that frankly, she's hanging out with Dom in the first place, who is a crazy person. Oh, crazy person. And she is hanging on by a thread. Mm-hmm. Right? We know this. Like, she, the movie is presenting her in a way that's like she's very stable and cool and is a sort of moral center for Dom. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Where she's like, I'm going to go fucking defend my friend. Right. You know what I mean? Like, when they need, when I needed them to save me and you to save me from my weird brain shit, mm-hmm. you guys showed up and I got to do the same. Right? And so she, like, she sort of makes Dom realize that. But, you know, she's the hard thing to like gauge, though, is in terms of like her or anybody else's pre you know, pre preconditioning to a, being sort of a conspiracy nut, mm-hmm. which I firmly believe that like Letty could be, is that in this shit, the conspiracies are real. Like, you know what I mean? They have like a device. They can like see your eyeball from space. You know what I mean? Like, oh, the consp- it's like, oh, they're all true. Yeah, we're dealing you know? with ghosts and shadows. Like this guy that we know, we call him Mister Nobody. What's up with that? We, it's like, what's up with that? <laughs> that shouldn't be the name of a person in government. Uh-huh. Like, you know, yeah. Mister Nobody. Let's see some identification, Nobody. Yeah. So. That that is kind of the thing. It's like and all the like Etion shit. I'm just watching how shot right now. Yeah. So it's all my mind. Yeah. It's like all the Etion like super viruses and shit. It's all and like microchip implants. Yeah. It's like, oh yeah, like like you know what I mean? So um I do feel like I don't know, I just feel like there's that level of stuff. Yeah. That's like, well, maybe it's kind of good to be they're living a conspiracy theorist lifestyle mm-hmm. out there like in a crazy ass farm hoarder farm you know mm-hmm. like with like secret trap doors where they hide their ch- children when, be- when people arrive yeah <laughs> so yeah i don't blame her is what i'm trying to say basically yeah in that sense you know she might be the only one who's reacting normally to the yeah. uh, events and the yeah what's happening yeah she's like my brain got turned to mush <laughs> When I die, mm-hmm. and even, like even I can see this is all fucked up. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Not all is yeah. Not all is uh, is well in there, but no, she might be the only one who's really responding no. in the right way. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Um, do you have anything else to talk about this week? Um, I want to talk a little bit about. I mean, yeah, as far as the water scene, like, mm-hmm. we've talked before about how Dom's super strength is not necessary, but I think, like, to build on that idea, like, Dom should not be using strength 
or violence um, as like a... Uh, all right, so it's presented originally. Um, his original like bound of violence is with Kenny Linder, right? It really is. It's it's a show yeah. of weakness, right? In that he wasn't able yes. to process the situation. It's a defining yes. moment, but it's also a low point, really. Like that, oh, totally. In his life, it sent him to prison, and even then, in uh, original The Fast and the Furious, when he uh, yeah he strikes Johnny Tran. He does so, you know, to defend somewhat of his integrity, but it doesn't seem like that's a. It doesn't seem like that's a good thing. It seems like a. No, a he's like lashing out. Right. Exactly. 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 Yeah. So I don't like the. I don't like that later on. Um, it's turned into the super strength, the bulletproofness. I think it started in Fast Five in his fight with The Rock. The physicality of his character is meant to, you know, like be a positive yeah. part. He's defending, you know, he's sac- self-sacrificing in the tower scene to save Letty. He gets in the sword fight. He's talking about the street fight and the fist fight with the Shaws. That's, that's, yeah. supposed, that's now a source of like power for him. But really, mm. if we think about Dominic Toretto as a character, the physicality of it is really his weakness, right? His strength is supposed to be all the car stuff and like being able to attack. Yeah, I mean, I I think overall, I love what the point you're making, but I think like I would expand it to overall, I think they should do a better job of differentiating each of these characters' power set. Mm-hmm. Right? And like Dom's power set is driving. Mm-hmm. The dog is the greatest driver that has ever driven a car, mm-hmm. right? Cool. Hobbs power shit is his like is his like physicality, like mm-hmm. his beef beefitude. Um Shaw's power set is his like tactility and ruthlessness. Han's power set is his like calm under pressure, his coolness, right? Mm-hmm. Tej's power set is his techno- technologically advanced brain. Tyrese's power, you know, <laughs> Roman's power set is his like ability to adapt and to like you know his, his the gift of the gab, mm-hmm. um, and then Brian's power set was like you know kung fu basically, <laughs> basically you know what I'm saying like weird, weirdly that sort of felt like Brian O'Connor, yeah. You know? Um. So, uh, and then Letty's power set is like kind of criminality. Like she's not afraid to get like. She's not afraid to get illegal, kind of. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? She like her moral code is a little bit slippier than the rest, mm-hmm. which I like about her. Right? Yeah. So I think they should really stuck with it. But like you know, because they can't help themselves, they're like, oh, I want to fight, I want to hack, I want to drive, I want to do this, I want to do. So okay, great. But you know, you sort of get all this stuff and it gets a little mushy. I love what you're saying that Dom's physicality is scary. Basically, it's scary. It's scary to him, right? Uh, No, totally. Yeah, it's scary to him. And I think there's a very effective moment where they use that part of him that frightens him, that physicality, where they show it in a way that where like it really frightens him, but it also is used to the movie's advantage and like to advance the plot of the movie. Do you know the point in this series that I'm talking about? Uh, isn't it with? Isn't it in the fight with? Um, with Hobbs, where he uh, strikes the wrench. 
kind of. It's too, that's too like on the nose to me. Okay. To me, the best example of him sort of using his brute strength in a way that maybe scares him and others is when he lifts the like in hypersport. <laughs> yeah. With his bare hands. Uh-huh. Right? Where it's like, it's obviously physically challenging, but he can manage it. But also he's like freaked at the same time. You know what I mean? He's like, he's like, I know I have this power within me, but I don't like it. You know, kind of, kind of thing. I really think that's very effective. And like, mm-hmm. you get, I get like goosebumps thinking about that, mm-hmm. you know, where he's like, oh. he's lifting it. So, um, I wish they had sort of stuck on that thread yeah. only to get like a few more sparse moments like that. Mm-hmm. But now it's like, you can do whatever you want. Right. He's so strong and powerful. Right. Basically. Even the juxtaposition in the, like in hypersport scene of, uh, right. He's feeling vulnerable. He feels uncomfortable in the tuxedo, but he looks great. Totally. He looks sharp. And to he have looks that, really good. yeah. And to have that moment exactly. followed right after with the show yeah. of brute strength that's surprising to him i could see that yeah mm. yeah i love that scene yeah yeah i love that scene. Uh, yeah i mean anybody want to call us up we have a lot of thoughts about it <laughs> yeah um do you want to do a couple shout outs sure a couple shoot yeah what yeah. do you want to shout out to this week um, so I do have a car-related one this week. Nice. Um, Very good. So I used a product where I noticed on my car that I was getting a lot of just like water beating and buildup and just I couldn't see out of my um, my front windshield and my side mirrors were just, when it rains a little bit, I can't see out of them at all. Very poor visibility. So I went to AutoZone and I purchased a... Rain X ceramic spray cleaner and um, I guess water or protective. Oh, yeah, like water repellent and protective. Like a windshield, right? Anti, like a hydrophobic clear spray. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. Mm-hmm. So I used it both on my uh, windshield and side views. Oh, my. And wow. I also have a uh, moonroof. I used it on there. Incredible. Incredible. That paired with a, I didn't get like a super nice one, but I got some new windshield wipers, front and rear. Um, knowing that I was going to go for this long drive up to Canada, I was like, let me invest in some visibility here. And that stuff is incredible. I did have a little test uh, test run the first time. I didn't quite rub it in enough and it like didn't look super great, but kind of you really need to buff it in. Like you would mm. a like the rest of a like a car wax. Like a wax. Yeah. yeah. Buff it in and that stuff rules. Like Whew. Yeah. I mean, I struggle with visibility for sure. hmm And um, you know, I never know which way to tune. I've always my theory has always been like match the temperature outside in terms mm-hmm. of tuning the anti uh whatever, like the fog what do you call it? Defroster, the right. defroster. So I'm like, if it's warm outside, try to match the heat. If it's cold outside, try to match the cool. Um, it's the separation of temperature that creates the t- condensation on the windshield. Mm-hmm. But um, no, I've never gone for a hydrophobic spray, which seems good. I will say the new wiper 
feeling is so good. Mm-hmm. And like I should, I and others should change their wipers much more often. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not too hard either. Um, it's one of the easier things to do. Yeah. Yeah. So what's this spray called? Um, it's made by Rain X. They make all kinds of water repellent products. They both make this. I think their bread and butter is this, um, like window treatment. But I think they also make a. I think they also make windshield wipers with some sort of like advanced material to help you out for the same problem. Cool. Mm-hmm. No noise. It's silent no noise. and effective. Um, all right. I got a shout out today that's a little personal. Mm-hmm. I want to shout out to Burger King. Nice. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I need to shout out to Burger King because they really came through in a pinch for me. Excellent. I was going to look, uh, I'm trying to buy a house sort of around uh, this area where I'm staying right now. And um, so I had set up three houses to look at on. Saturday morning, mm-hmm. and um, I'm driving out there on a Saturday morning. I have a really nice Saturday morning, nice little drive out. The f- we go to the farthest one away first, which was like 45 minutes, 50 minutes away from where I'm at. Mm-hmm. I get my extra large Dunkin' Donuts coffee. I'm just sipping it as I go. Go look at this house, you know, five minutes in, 10 minutes in, 15 minutes into when I'm looking at the first house, hits me. <laughs> smack in the gut oh boy <laughs> like it's time to take care of your daily constitution right now okay <laughs> like right now right so you know this happens to people is mm-hmm. what i'm saying i'm not trying to be whatever i'm not trying to like i'm not trying to be a shock jock mm-hmm. i'm just trying to talk about like things people go through in life this happens to people so we got a little time. Thank God we had a little time to do that in the next appointment. So I'm like, yeah, yeah, house looks good. <laughs> like, no, okay. Yeah, uh, my agent good. contact you. Sounds good. Well, my agent was there. She was the only other bro. I was like, yeah, this looks good. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay. I'm going to run an errand. I was like, I'm going to run a quick errand before we see the next house. We got a little, we got a minute, right? right, like, okay. right. okay, good. She was like, do you want to see like the property like around? The, air, the house too before we go like, no, no, it looks good I can see it uh-huh. <laughs> so I look at Google Maps I look at I like zoom into the town that's like 10 minutes away that I pass through on my way there I'm like I'm looking at it and I'm like oh there's CVS like it's a gamble mm-hmm. it's a look I know you're giving me a look girl but like it was one of those like you know on Google Maps how sometimes like the logo of the thing pops up mm-hmm. rather than like a pin that says what it is. So the CVS logo was there. I was like, it's a gamble. I'm just going to go. <laughs> like, I got to go for it. We got to do something here. So I'm like driving there. Yeah. I'm like lifting myself up. I'm like, oh my God. I, like, I, like, I probably look like Dom lifting that. Like, <laughs> I Okay. I get to CBS. I walk straight to the back. There's a big door. I'm like, yes. And then on the door, there's a giant sign that says, no oh public bathroom. Yeah. I was like, I was like, I was like 40% likelihood, if at best. I like, had the game. I had the, it was a gamble, man. It was a gamble. It was a gamble. Uh-huh. 
You know, I was like, big store, big chain store, lots of aisles, maybe in the back. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I was like, fuck, 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 fuck. What am I going to do? Mm-hmm. So I like run back to the car and look on my phone and I see there's a Burger King just down the block. Yeah. I uh, race over the Burger King. <laughs> and I'm like, hi, here's your room. And they're like, yeah, yeah, no problem. No problem. Mm-hmm. NP, you go for it. Take as long as you need. Wow. So, took care of business, went home, saw two more houses. Great day. <laughs> I didn't want to think like it was such an event in my weekend that yeah. I wanted, like I need to thank Burger King. <laughs> Incredible. Yeah. <laughs> I just need to thank Burger mm-hmm. King for like picking, their hospitality. Yeah. Picking really. you up picking when you, you were up. really down. <laughs> I was down. I was down. I was like, yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, the thing is like, I can't go in the house. Mm-hmm. Oh, look at that! Totally was totally inappropriate. <laughs> no, inappropriate, but like crossed my mind. Uh huh. Uh huh. You know, but I couldn't like go because like my agent was there. I didn't know how to get my like. She has to close the house. Mm-hmm. You know, so I couldn't be like, "Yeah, you go ahead. I'll catch up with you." I, I was just like trying to game it out in my head the whole time, but it wasn't going to happen. Mm-hmm. So, you know. Wow. When I was beaten, when I was broken, when I was lost. <laughs> Burger King was there for me. Burger King really came through. Really came through. So big, 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 huge shout out to Burger King. Yeah. If you need it, it's there for you. Mm-hmm. I, You know, a public bathroom is a hard thing to find these days. They should have more, basically. Yeah, they definitely should. Like... When you're in NYC, you live in NYC. Yeah. Where do you go to the bathroom? I'm pretty good at finding them these days. Starbucks, like, basically. Starbucks. Um, I definitely, like, when I'm in Soho, I know which, like, department stores will have bathrooms. Yeah. I'm pretty good at that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, when I'm outside of the city, like, yeah, when you're outside of the city, the grocery stores. Grocery stores. The grocery stores will do it. Yeah, yeah. For sure. I couldn't find a big chain grocery I mean, that was my guess with CVS. It's like it's a big enough chain and a big enough store that maybe, but didn't pan out. Mm-hmm. Um, in the city, after 1 p.m., a bar is, you know, it's like if you need to pee. Exactly. You know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It, it, but, but my deal is I go and I just ask. Yeah. You know, I don't, I'm not like a, like, don't look at me. I'm going to run to the back of your establishment. Go in, I go straight to the bar, go, hey, can I just use your restroom real quick? Mm-hmm. I've never been turned down. Hmm. Nice. I mean, yeah. I drink. I drink, so I'll just go to the bathroom and I'll conveniently have a drink while I'm there anyway. <laughs> just oh, for nice. the sake of being there. You know, I'm pretty laissez-faire about what and when I'm drinking, so... Yeah, yeah sounds good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. here. Let's have one. Sounds so, good. Yeah. The bar, yeah. Bars, there's a lot of them around here, so... That tends to like fill me up again, though. My my goal with my goal is to relieve. Mm-hmm. You know, my goal is to empty myself out. Yeah. But like, I'm doing the deed that had filled me up again. It's like that insane behavior, you know. <laughs> and then I'm going on to the next bar, right? To like pee after, and then I'm gonna have to pee again <laughs> half a block down the street, you know. And when does God it stop? I get on a subway train. Mm-hmm. When does it stop? When does it stop? <laughs> so. 
Anyway, uh, if you want have any stories or any information or any advice about using a public restroom in New York City or the surrounding areas, you can uh, tweet at us at Nolt Podcast, N-O-L-T-T Podcast. On Twitter, we are No One Likes to Tune a Podcast. On Instagram, No One Likes to Tune a Podcast at gmail.com. Jeez, uh, what else? Anything else? Lots of stuff. Patreon.com slash No One Likes to Tune a Podcast. You can vote on our in-betweener polls, which I think have closed at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, what are we going to watch next week? This is the big question. The cue. All right, Daryl, you're going to have to make a judgment call. Okay. Because it's a tie right now. We're either watching Torque, the 2004 motorcycle movie. Okay. Or Taken, the Ooh. Liam Neeson 2008 feature film. Oh, interesting. Very interesting. Um, I kind of want to go Taken. And yeah. Okay, re- we'll watch Taken. Yeah, I like Taken. I... <clears throat> I think the like Liam Neeson resurgence is something that might be interesting to continue to uh, play on. Yeah, maybe we'll do a bunch of Liam Neesons on the Patreon eventually, but we'll do this one on the main feed. Yeah. Be taken the okay. one that started it all. Yeah. All right. So next week, taken. We'll do taken. And if you want to vote for that, if you want to help us not have a tiebreak, you can uh, go to patreon.com slash no one likes to do podcast and throw us a buck. Throw us $1. You get access to all the episodes. You get access to the in-betweener polls. Those are, that's about the stuff we do. We do a couple extra episodes. We do uh, an in-betweener poll. Um, and I'll definitely, if you chat with us there, I'll definitely answer your question. That's the other thing. Uh, what else? Oh, rate and review us. Throw us a review, you fuckheads. That was harsh. That was... That's too much. Cut that out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, yeah, throw us a review. Anyway, that's it. You got anything else you need to get off your chest? I'm all out good. Of your stomach? Good cycle. We'll see everybody on the in betweener, and then we're on to 25.